0: This is People Every Day. Coming up, she was a rock. Inside People's exclusive interview with Ellen DeGeneres and wife Portia DeRossi. Plus, Britney Spears speaks out. Shia LaBeouf seeks help amidst abuse allegations. And Kim Kardashian defends daughter North. It's February 10th. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is People Every Day presented by Macy's. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, here to tip you off and take you through some of the top entertainment stories out right now. Uh, later on, I get all sentimental with my colleague Julie Jordan about people's big love issue that hit stands this week. And we get into her exclusive interview with Ellen DeGeneres and wife Portia DeRossi DeGeneres. So stick around for that. But first, People.com editorial director Charlotte Triggs is with me to talk through what's going on out there in Celebrityville. Hi, Charlotte.
1: Hey, Janine. Thanks for having me again.
0: No problem. How are you feeling on this midway point through the week? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> sure, it's a busy day, right?
0: Craziness. Uh, so first up, Britney Spears, a, a story that's been picking up steam all week. And I dug into it a bit yesterday. But now, of course, in the wake of the ongoing legal battle over her conservatorship, the the fan launched Brit- Free Britney Movement and, and this framing Britney Spears Hulu documentary, Britney herself is finally smoking out, right? And, and can you take me through what she posted on social media and, and what you think it means?
1: That's right. It's always there's always a little- decoding that happens with britney um posts and it also might just be that we all need to stop trying to decode it because there's no hidden message and it's all just it might just be what it is but there's so much mystery now that shrouds this whole issue so she basically seemed to be touching on like what her life is like and that she is just trying to be normal Um, it doesn't directly address all the swirling controversy and all of the reactions to this documentary but it definitely is not in a vacuum. And I'm sure she's aware of all of that. We keep hearing her, both her and her boyfriend, um, using the word normal, that she just wants a normal life. But it's also, she's got this like, you know, inner conflict between loving to perform and being such an amazing natural performer who appears to often go into like long extended periods of her career where she's really thriving and working hard and doing all this stuff to having these periods of time where she doesn't want to be on the stage. And she said to her fans that, you know, she always loves performing, but right now she just wants to focus on trying to be a normal person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and and I, like, she definitely seemed to throw to the documentary a little bit when she was talking about how, you know, you, you think, you know, but you have no idea. Like her statement was essentially saying to your point about her performing, like immediately after she comes out with this, um, statement, uh, she puts up a a video of her performing toxic. I know.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's like, she obviously, you know, she's, I don't, I don't really know what to make of it. It's like, she obviously loves that element of things. She yeah. also maybe loves the power that she now has via her Instagram that she didn't used to have yeah. of like being able to mess around with us and make us really wonder what's going on. I mean, like part of the thing that was so compelling in the documentary was just how out of control she felt for so long with, you know, the paparazzi and just this kind of crazy machine that she couldn't um, turn off. You know what I mean? And it's like it, the world is very different. The whole media landscape is so different now, and the stars do have control via their social media to just kind of say whatever they want to say. yeah, Or or leave us scratching our heads sometimes,
2: right?
0: Yeah, well, I guess we'll know more tomorrow. There's a a hearing for her conservatorship um, and of course we know that that's been ongoing so we'll we'll see what happens there and and what she posts about it um but onto another star who's embroiled in a in a legal struggle right now um shia labeouf so uh, of course the fk twigs abuse allegations came out not too long ago and other women other exes of his came forward alleging abuse as well and now what are we hearing today that's happening with his career
1: it's interesting. So what we've learned is that he's seeking some kind of treatment. He's actually been in treatment for about a month. The, um, you know, nobody was available to comment and specify exactly what the treatment is for because he acknowledged in a statement that he was abusive um, and there's, you know, allegations of violent behavior that might indicate some kind of anger problem, but he also acknowledged having an alcohol problem. So we're not sure exactly the specific nature of what the treatment is, but um, he's been in treatment for about a month. And what it appeared they wanted people to know is that he's on a hiatus with his agency. So he obviously had like the gold, you know, standard agency CAA representing him and um, he's on hiatus with them. That's kind of an unusual um, move. People who go to rehab don't necessarily always I, I haven't necessarily heard that that correlates with any kind of break with your agency, but yeah. that might. And but they're what,
0: saying he's not fired, right? He's. It, it's they just didn't. That.
1: They just said that he's uh, he's uh, like mm. you know not with them currently, so that he yeah. can go to treatment. You know what can what can that indicate? That could maybe indicate that he doesn't have any plans to try to like look for work right now because he's fully focused on recovery and treatment
0: is this do you feel like he has almost fallen into into the line because this isn't the first controversy that's come his way by far um fallen into that line of just you know just not that child actor a child star it's, it's it's almost like a trope at this point like but do you feel like that's something that he was up against throughout his career
1: i feel like he got a lot of passes and i feel like he was able to you know have scandalous, vaguely scandalous things happen and just recover, pivot, whatever. Like there are reports of bad behavior on movie sets going back years and years and years. And, you know, people still kept booking him and he still kept getting work and stuff like that. And I think that this might be a signal that this is... Very serious, and that the industry is handling it in a different way than they may have once done. Um, and who knows what will happen next? It all—it all, you know, depends on how the person really acts, right? Yeah. And,
0: and also the court case. I mean, who, you know, he—he yeah. he could be held liable for all of this. Uh, thanks, thanks for that, Charlotte. Um, Kardashians. Oh yes, <laughs> Kardashians. Love that. Let, let, let's just get into a little reality um, TV. So Kim. Dear Kim, she she took the social media um, with you know a portrait of that that North, her 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 eldest daughter had drawn, and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was amazing. It was yes. like, how old is North now?
1: She's seven. Yeah, seven she's years seven. old. Yeah. It,
0: this is like just a savant. Um, but she got a lot of pushback from people saying she didn't draw that and she didn't do this. Like, she, what are you, where are you lying? Um, but and what did Kim say to the haters?
1: I just have to say, this is my favorite story of the day because it's just hilarious. It's so funny. She was fuming mad. She's super duper mad that people didn't think that her daughter really painted this painting. And she lashed out in all caps and she's like, don't ever talk about my children. And she basically explained that Unlike the rest of us schmoes out there, North has been receiving artistic instruction for quite a long time in the art of oil painting. And um, as a matter of fact, she did paint this spectacular uh, landscape with, like you know, all of these uh, advanced
0: brush strokes and move and over Bob sticking. Ross. <laughs> exactly. Move over Bob Ross.
1: Totally. So Northwest is coming. <laughs> she said that not only is Northwest an extraordinarily talented painter, but that Kanye as a child was a very good artist. And she showed some pictures as evidence of that. Of course, we don't know what age he was when he, when he painted those, but she six, was five. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I live, my, my six year old gave me a painting for Christmas and I thought it was really cute, but it's like yeah. I, don't, I did not believe that North painted that herself personally, but mm-hmm. I was convinced. Sure. She has, uh, well, yeah, if you, if you, if you
0: have that, and, and I think that's, the thing. It's that like what, North is just this sweetie. She's such a cutie. And, and, and she is talented. You can tell just in all of the posts in her spirit. But um, I think, you know, br- bringing that extra information into it out of the gate would have been you know, a little better served for the post to say like, after years of instruction by this art teacher, this is what North has done. She's so talented as opposed to just look, because, you know, when other people are putting up their kids, <laughs> chick, chicken right. scratch pictures. It's just
1: and like, yeah, that picture was like crazy, <laughs> crazy adult looking.
0: Charlotte. Before you go, there's some breaking news. Uh, There's a a surprise announcement that People is getting exclusively. What's going on out there?
1: Yeah, so um, figure skater Adam Rippon is engaged to his boyfriend of several years. Um, It's really cute. They got engaged in Finland, which is where his boyfriend is from. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name because it's finish and it's very it's a little challenging but you know it's really cute they apparently like decided together that they were going to do this and picked out rings for one another and then they both got down on one knee and proposed in both directions it's really sweet it's very cute news and we're, we're really happy for them well you
0: heard it here people exclusive going into valentine's day i love that charlotte thank you so much thank you Next up, People's Julie Jordan takes us into her exclusive interview with Ellen DeGeneres and wife Portia DeRossi.
3: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise.
2: What a wonderful day!
0: Well, it's that time of year and love is in the air, but more importantly, it's all over the cover of People. (laughs) This week, we highlight three celebrity couples, Al Roker and Deborah Roberts, Ted Danson and Mary Steenbergen, and then Ellen DeGeneres and Portia DeRossi DeGeneres. Um, talking to them about how they keep their love alive despite globe trotting and, and booming careers and, and kids in some cases. Uh, today, I'm joined by one of the best interviewers in the game, People's Own Julie Jordan, to discuss her time with Ellen and Portia for this week's issue. Hi, Julie. How are you feeling?
4: I'm good. It's so fun to be here. I'm so excited with you that you're doing this, and it's this whole new world here. People. <laughs> I awesome.
0: know. We got a podcast. Check us out. I'm just excited because I get to talk to you guys more than we actually do because we're not in the office (laughs) anymore (laughs) and about these stories that we're doing that I feel like are just, it's just good for the moment. It has been a tough, tough run since last year into this year and now we can just focus on love this week, right? So so take me into uh, this interview with Ellen and Portia. Uh, They have been through a lot this past year, like everyone else. Uh, but what were your first impressions of sitting down with them and 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 how they're doing right now in this moment? Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I've interviewed them together and separately many times over the years. I actually did the cover for their wedding when we had that exclusively. So it was kind of full circle to do this interview with them. Mm-hmm. They were in the backyard at their Montecito home. And we did it via Zoom, of course, to be safe and socially distanced. And they just they're so, they're so easy with one another. Um, it's so nice to see how far they've come in the last 12 years of marriage. They waited until you know, gay marriage was legal in California to get married. And they just really have figured out what they want in life.
0: Well, that's that's where they are now, but let's go back. Let's go back into the past. Like, Tell me a little bit about Ellen and Portia. They're meet cute, I guess, as it was. <laughs> well, well, actually, let's listen to them tell us a little bit about it, and then we'll talk about the beginning of this relationship.
2: I think the first time I saw you was at a concert for Rock the Vote, and she was with some friends, I was with some friends, and I just have this memory of her walking very quickly backstage and I was running to catch up to her. <laughs> I just remember running backstage after her and just thinking that she was the coolest, most fascinating, beautiful, funniest person I'd ever met. But I at the time was was closeted. I really wasn't comfortable with my sexuality and she was obviously very open about hers. And I just knew that being with her would be a Bit of a thing for me at the time. So we didn't get together after that for about three years. Okay. So tell me the circumstances that brought you together three
4: years later.
3: We were at an award show. We were at big in 04, a VH1. Very Hollywood, really. Yeah. And uh, we saw each other there and started talking. And um, that was it.
2: Well, actually, a year before that, see, this is a very long, drawn out story. But a year before that... I was doing a photo shoot for Arrested Development, and she was in another studio doing a photo shoot for Mother's Day with her mom. And I mean, I'd obviously had a crush on her for three years. And uh, she came in to see me, but I had one of those paper masks on my face because I was getting my makeup done. And when she walked in, I went bright red. I just blushed, but she couldn't tell because I had this paper mask on my face. But she came over to say hello to me, and I thought, why is Ellen coming over to say hello to me? So after that, I grabbed Jeffrey Tambor for moral support and I walked into her photo shoot and I saw her from across the room and she turned around
3: and it was like an arrow went through my heart. And so when I was aiming the arrow, I wasn't aiming at her, (laughs) but it was a prop for the photo shoot and it hit her.
0: So yeah, yeah. right in the heart. Right in the heart. That was it. It's the cutest story, right? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, like I'm
0: just just I a mean, little little arrow through the heart. Like we can't write that stuff. Like that's that's what we try to come up with, right? When we're <laughs> dealing uh, with that.
4: <laughs> well, can't you see? Like, Portia chasing after her because you know Portia was not when they very first met. Portia was not out of the closet. So, and Ellen, of course, was very public with her sexuality. So she, Portia, knew if she was going to be with Ellen, that it would it was going to have to take a leap of faith, and she was going to have to put love first. And put all her other worries aside, her career, her family, everything.
0: You bring up a good point. Like, they, it, it's a fairy tale life, but it is uh, one of the best known fairy tales, I guess, because Ellen and Portia are by far one of the most public, well known LGBT couples out there. And uh, With everything that was going on in the country at that time, like that's a that's a very it could be a very difficult place to be in. Let's listen to a little bit about what they had to say about about just being the poster couple, I guess, the poster couple for LGBT. You
2: know, I just got to a point where I just chose love over anything else, over career, over what other people could possibly think of me, my family I just, I really just thought this is a once in a lifetime feeling that I'm going to have. And so few people actually get to, to, to have this. And I couldn't just throw it all away because I was worried about my job on Ally McBeal or whatever it was. And I just thought this is something I need to do, just be true to myself. And uh, she really did help me through it just by being there and, and just being my rock. And she made me really feel like there was nothing wrong with being gay. And I think that's the first time in my life I felt that 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 was true.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think that it's hard because you'd never want to be a representative for a, you know, millions of people like everyone is different. Mm -hmm. Everyone is unique and and their stories are all unique. Um, We just happen to be two openly gay women that Um, that this is how we live and this is how we feel and this is how we think. And, you know, I'm very proud if I can help people. I think Mm -hmm. representation is something that's definitely needed, um, in every area of life and, and, and for every group of, of people. So if we can be, you know, that for, for a group of people, that's great. But I certainly don't ever want to represent a whole group of people because it's,
0: it's not fair to anybody. Well, so, so one of the things that Portia Portia said there that really stuck out to me is that Ellen was her rock, and she was really her support system in going through that. And I feel like you know, just in recent years, Portia has um, you know repaid that tenfold. There's been a lot that Ellen has been through, and let's let's go back to just last year. Um, what did they say about all the controversy surrounding? Ellen's show and and the toll that that took on their relationship and how they weathered that.
4: Portia said that it was devastating for both of them. And she needed to be there for Ellen, because obviously Ellen wanted to fix this. She knew, you know, this was not something she ever wanted to happen. Uh, And it was just, it was clear that the controversy was heartbreaking, like, for both of them equally.
0: Yeah, Julie, back up for me a little bit because I don't feel like I explained it really well. Can you take us through like what that controversy was for Ellen?
4: Sure. Well, they just there were former employees who um, alleged a toxic work environment through various scenarios and various circumstances, and Ellen has always, out of the gate, said or had the intention of creating a positive environment, making sure everyone that worked for her loved being there. So it's a the happy out show. Yes, it's, you know, <laughs> be kind. That's her mantra. Yeah. So to have the realization that that was not happening truly was like, it just rocked
2: her world.
0: Yeah, Let, let's hear what they said about about the scandal and the show and, and all of that and how they got through that.
2: Gosh, it was just such a, a shock to both of us. And we were both really devastated because... From day 1 the most important thing for Ellen was that everybody who works on her show felt valued and 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 really enjoyed coming to work and and also I mean they'd built a family too over 18 years 19 19 yeah. years of being together I mean they were like my family too so to hear that anybody had any kind of negative experience was was really awful and but you know Ellen got on top of it right away I mean she was truly incredible. And I mean, she's still continuing to work with everybody to make sure that they have a great, positive experience. And, you know, she was really strong and, and uh, a really good leader and made sure that, you know, everything was
3: was taken care of. It broke my heart, you know? It broke yeah. my heart. That was, that, that was my family. and um, Yeah. Can you,
4: or do you want to at least say... I don't know if you can put it into words how much it meant to you, Ellen, to have Portia in your corner and the fact that she was just beyond there for you.
3: I mean, yeah, I can't really put it into words other other than to say um, I I couldn't have gone through everything I went through without her. Um, it was it was a horrible time in my life, and and she was a rock. You know, she was she was the person who kept me going and tried to help me put things in perspective and that's what wives are for really
0: oh that, that's what I love about your interviewing Julie you just get in there you're asking the question <laughs> like,
4: and you know what they now on the other other side of it I think they're filled with more gratitude than ever
0: so tell me was did anything surprise you um about this interview about them I. What, but you, you know, know I just, them. You I'm know always, them. You interview them. I know. I know them.
2: I'm
4: just, I'm always still amazed at just how cute they are together, which sounds so strange because they're mature women and we're supposed to be all, you know, <laughs> but they're so cute. They just, they're extremely affectionate with one another. And it's just nice because it's funny. There's a lot of unspoken words between them, but it really, it really demonstrates, you know, their body language and, and how they move through this world. They really are a united front.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, Julie, thank you so much for taking me into this cover story. And and into their of world course. a little bit. Really appreciate yes, you. they're just
4: they really are amazing. And and they're kind of you know for a relationship. I think the best advice I got from them was no matter how hard it is, always be honest with each other. Like strip it bare, unpack it, and talk it out, and then you can get through anything. And I
0: told and I told my husband that when I got the interview. <laughs> you yeah, know Where is he? I'm gonna thank you.
4: Seriously, go tell him.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Julie. <laughs> Thanks, Janine. That was People's Julie Jordan giving a look inside her interview with Ellen DeGeneres and Portia DeRossi, one of three couples on the covers of People's new love issue. For much more on them and the others, head over to People.com and People TV and pick up the issue on Stands Friday. Before you go, a little something to make you smile. Are you a cat person? Well, Texas attorney Rod Ponton is adamant that he is not. (laughs) In the midst of speaking during a very important court hearing that was being held over Zoom, Cotton could not figure out how to turn off the cat filter on his Zoom video, which rendered him an adorable kitten for the judge and all others to see. Just listen. I'm
1: here live. It's not, I'm not a cat.
0: I can, I can see that. Everyone took it in stride, and since, he's become an internet sensation thanks to hashtag cat lawyer. Well, quarantine strikes again. Thanks for listening. Chat tomorrow.